Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. All right. <clears throat> Here we go. Grow it in grace. <laughs> I'm Joel. And that guy over there is Mike. Mike Kapler. I'm Joel Brzezinski. Thanks for joining us for another Growing in Grace podcast. How's things going with you uh, this time around, Mike? Uh, doing good, Joel, as always. Not that everything in this life is perfect, but in Christ, that's our focus here on growing in grace. And I was thinking, Joel, that it's just, it's kind of amazing to me. Uh, I never really stopped to think much about it. I know we talk about it from time to time, but it's just amazing to me as I, as I sit here listening to you start the program that we've been doing this for over 10 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, I don't know if we're going to keep doing it or not. I, I know the passion is there. We are fully consumed with the gospel of Jesus Christ, and there's a whole lot of people out there struggling with plenty of bondage and and things that would keep them from experiencing the benefits of of freedom that God has brought to us through Christ. And uh, I I can't, I just can't let that go. If we can offer anything to anybody, anywhere, I don't care if it's one person on any continent, if we can offer anything during this program or any future program to, to an individual that will help them experience the abundance of the gospel in their life, then let's keep doing it. Yeah, that's what we're here for. It, 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 my prayer is always, whether it's with this podcast or whatever, I just I want to help people. And in reference to the podcast and in a lot of things, it's I want to help people understand the good news, the gospel. Because, you know, you were talking about how we've been doing this 10 years. We've known each other for around 20 years, and uh, it was shortly after we met that you started sharing this gospel of grace with me, and I remember uh, you telling me that, you know, God isn't angry with you. God isn't angry with us. And uh, as I've testified many times on this program, I knew that that was true, but there was something about hearing that. There was just something about that that I needed to hear that. And, And I think the reason for that was because even though I think in my spirit, God was testifying and, and witnessing, so to speak, his love and his affection for me, his good opinion of me. At the same time, a lot of what I was hearing in church, and this isn't a church bashing thing, I'm not trying to bash the church, but it's just the truth, that a lot of what I was hearing in the tr- in the church was a message that made me feel as if I wasn't right with God, as if maybe God was angry with me uh, because I wasn't performing right. And so ever since that time uh, that I've been growing in this gospel of grace, of God's love and grace, that's been my passion, has been to share that good news with other people. We do keep learning more and more as time goes on. Sometimes the things that we've already learned are, are built upon, and sometimes we'll learn some brand new things. And we're happy to share all that stuff with uh, any, anyone listening. Yeah, I, I think we've all had those moments where uh, I, I could tell you a couple different from, from mine, but they might take too long. But one of the shorter ones was when I was on the phone with somebody who had an exposure to grace, and I, I was new in it. But we were on the phone. I was at the radio station, Joel, and I, I made the, the joking comment. We were laughing about something. And I said, oh, God will forgive you. <laughs> and he said, he already has. And so that was one of those moments where I thought, oh, yeah, 
So, you know, instead of us pursuing something that we have a desire for, such as forgiveness and a host of other things, right standing with God and purity, holiness, all, you know, all of these things, instead of pursuing it, we realize that they came to us through Christ. And it's not a matter of the, the now and the not yet. That phrase gets thrown a lot around a lot by theologians, and it gets confused when it starts carrying over into our identity in Christ. We are who we are now. Whether you're experiencing it or not, or whether you see the evidence of it in your life or not, you've been recreated with a new heart, taking on the very nature of God, a partaker of His divine nature. So that's that's where we're positioned in Christ now as believers, and um, it's, it's a beautiful thing. So let's let's talk a little bit, Joel, about our, our last podcast. We talked about being redeemed from the package of the law. Yeah, and uh, one interesting thing here is that um, you know we received some comments on last week's podcast, and usually we record you know two or three podcasts at a time, and so we can't respond to something immediately as what as what we're doing today and so it's 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 just a cool thing and and the uh, a comment that we received i think someone was concerned and i think he understands now where we're coming from after i responded to him online there's this idea that uh, when we talk about the law and the package of the law when we said last week that the law is a package and, and you can't you can't break the laws up and make them into parts. It's one whole 613 law package. And if you break one, you're guilty of breaking them all. One thing that we want to make clear to anyone else listening here is that we do realize, and we've, of course, uh, said it lots of times over the years, on the, over the last few years especially on the podcast, that the law package was for the Jews. It wasn't for the Gentiles. Gentiles, which is most people who have ever lived probably most people who listen to this podcast, you know, Gentiles were never under that law. They um, were far off, the Bible says, aliens and strangers from the covenants and, and from God's promises. And so when we talk about being redeemed from the law, we realize that in a lot of cases the Bible's talking about Jesus came to redeem Israel from the law, and that Gentiles, it was, it, as Romans 2 talks about, it's their conscience that will make them either guilty or not guilty, so to speak, in their own minds. But in the church, what has happened is that over the years, and even in the early church, even if you look at Paul's letter to the Galatians, you know, people have, even Gentiles, have put themselves under the law, even though they were never supposed to. And so, uh, in a sense, Gentiles, the Gentile church, needs to know <laughs> that they're not under the law in Christ. And so, yeah, that's kind of where we're uh, wanting to head with this today. Well, obviously, Jesus, uh, born of a woman, born under the law, which would be the Old Covenant. We know the New Covenant didn't begin until after his death. We're not going to get deep into that here today. So he came to redeem those who were under that law. He was born under it. He came to redeem the people that were also under it, which would be Israel, the Jewish people. But Paul, in writing to the Galatians, who generally were, were not Jews but Gentiles, had received the gospel freely. And then after Paul left, some Judaizers came in, and these may have been people who were part of a former group of Pharisees, believing Pharisees, perhaps, but they still felt that uh, everyone, including Gentiles, should at least participate in portions of the law. And so that's why Paul said to them, 
Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. And that curse, of course, was that everybody was required to abide by all that was written in it. So certainly we're not advocating that we abide by that old law that has been replaced with a new covenant. But the point here, I think, is that there are people, even believers, who will try to place themselves back under at least portions of that old law. And part of our point from last week would have been, you can't do that. So much of our message at times is to Christian believers who are free in Christ, mostly Gentiles, as you said, Joel, who were never under the old covenant or the old commands and laws that they were under. However, there are people who still have a choice, even believers, uh, Jews, Gentiles, and anyone else, <laughs> they, they can choose to either walk by the Spirit and be led by the Spirit and, and allow that fruit of the Spirit to flow through them, to bear that fruit by which there is no law. They can do that, or they can choose to try to place themselves back under some sort of a system of law where they relate to God through commandments similar to that that Israel was under in the first covenant. Our point is you, you can't do both because that law was a package, not just the Ten Commandments, but all 613 of those Jewish laws. You were required to abide by them all. If you broke one, you were guilty of having broken all of them. So it was really a, a hopeless situation. It was meant to bring despair. It was meant to bring people guilt and condemnation. And ultimately, the law was a tutor to point people to Christ. And once they come to faith in him, they're no longer under that tutor or under that law. Yeah, I think some of the confusion comes in in, uh, in Romans 2. And this is, I was talking with you about this before the podcast here, but, um, Cap, but... Uh, <laughs> It's it's funny to me, and it's and it's also a very serious thing because we had two people last night sharing with us from Romans two. One person was quoting Romans two to try to show us that everybody is under the law; that in Christ we need to follow the law. <laughs> And then, yeah, the, and then the law with grace, right? Right, the law and grace together. And then another person uh, who was concerned about what we were saying last week, and then, like I said, we, we cleared it up, uh, was using Romans 2, I think, in the proper way to show how Gentiles were never under the law, but it was the Jews. And here's what it says, Romans 2.12, For as many as have sinned without law will also perish without law, and as many as have sinned in the law will be judged by the law. So right there... As many as have sinned without law, that's the Gentiles, will also perish without law. And as many as have sinned in the law will be judged by the law, that's the Jews. Now, verse 13, for not the hearers of the law are just in the sight of God, but the doers of the law will be justified. Now, people take that verse, and this is how it was used uh, last night, it's not just hearing the law, but you have to do the law in order to be justified. And people take that verse out of context, not in the context of what else Paul was saying. The larger point that Paul was saying, which is that nobody can be justified by the law. But what Paul was saying there is that, hey, you Jews, just because you hear the law, you're the ones that have the law, just because you hear it and because you're the ones that have the law doesn't mean that you're made just by it. Because in order to be made just and righteous by the law, you have to do it. And as we've been saying the last few weeks, you have to do the whole thing. 
<laughs> but if you're guilt, if you break one, then you're guilty of all. That's what other scriptures say. And so it, it can be confusing if we look at one verse and rip it out of context like that. But if we look at everything in context, we understand that the law was a package deal. It was for the Jews, and Jesus came to redeem them from the curse of the law. Gentiles were never under it, but yet in the church today and in over the course of the last 2,000 years, Gentiles have put themselves under it, or Judaizers have tried to put Gentiles under it. And either way, what we're trying to say is that Jew or Gentile, you're not under the law in Christ. You've been redeemed from it. You're not under it at all. There's just there's absolutely no part of the law that you need to keep because you're freed to the ministry of the Holy Spirit, and the ministry of the Holy Spirit can do a whole lot of things that the law could never do. Well, that's right, Joel. I mean, Christ became the end of the law for righteousness to all who believe. We have been delivered from the law of sin and death and transferred into something entirely different called the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. The law was good, holy, and righteous. You've heard us say that before, but it could not provide us. It could not equip us with what we needed in righteousness and life. Well, another way of saying what we're saying is that we need to repent of this idea that we can gain anything through our law-keeping. There's that word. Repent! (laughs) Well, next week, how about we take a look at that word, repent? Does it mean a change of behavior, stop sinning and all that? Or is there a different meaning in that word that we find at various places in the Bible? We'll talk about that next week on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.